God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. Keep God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. It's day 42 of our 90 day challenge and the topic for today is limitless love. I love you, Lord. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. We are in the book of Hosea. Hosea 1 verse 1 through 11 says this. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, son of Beeri, during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and during the reign of Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, king of Israel. When the Lord began to speak through Hosea, the Lord said to him, go marry a promiscuous woman and have children with her. For like an adulterous wife, this land is guilty of unfaithfulness to the Lord. So he married Gomer, daughter of Diblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. Then the Lord said to Hosea, call him Jezreel, because I will soon punish the house of Jehu for the massacre at Jezreel, and I will put an end to the kingdom of Israel. In that day, I will break Israel's bow in the valley of Jezreel. Gomer conceived again and gave birth to a daughter. Then the Lord said to Hosea, call her Lo-Ruhamah, which means not loved, for I will no longer show love to Israel that I should at all forgive them. Yet I will show love to Judah and I will save them, not by bow, sword, or battle, or by horses and horsemen, but I, the Lord their God, will save them. After she had weaned Lo-Rohamah, Gomer had another son. Then the Lord said, Call him Lo-Ami, which means not my people, for you are not my people and I am not your God. Yet the Israelites will be like the sand on the seashore, which cannot be measured or counted. In the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, they will be called children of the living God. The people of Judah and the people of Israel will come together. They will appoint one leader and will come up out of the land for great will be the day of Jezreel. Chapter three, verse one. Then the Lord said to me, go show your love to your wife again, though she is loved by another man and is an adulteress. Love her as the Lord loves the Israelites, though they turn to the other gods and love the sacred raisin cakes. So I bought her. For 15 shekels of silver and about a homer and a lathek of barley. Then I told her, you are to live with me many days. You must not be a prostitute or be intimate with any man. And I will behave the same way towards you. For the Israelites will live many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred stones, without ephod or household gods. Afterward, the Israelites will return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They will come trembling to the Lord and to his blessings in the last days. And that ends our reading for today. Our worship thought is limitless love. The prophet Hosea was the last great prophet that God sent to the northern kingdom of Israel. His role was to show them how they had been unfaithful to God. 
Hosea's wife, her name was Gomer, and her name roughly translated means complete or whole. And she was known for prostitution and adulterous behavior. Despite her reputation, Hosea obeyed God and married her, knowing she would go back to prostitution. This scenario works as a metaphor to give us insight into God's judgment and his desire for us to be redeemed, regardless of how deep we are in our sin. God often required extraordinary obedience from prophets who were facing extraordinary times. And God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He continues to do whatever it takes to give us the opportunity to return to him. So in what we read today, we discover that Hosea died to his desires. Hosea buried his pain and Hosea resurrected his marriage after setting Gomer aside for some time by telling her not to sleep with anyone, including himself. This example acts as a foreshadowing of things to come as it points toward Christ's death, burial, and resurrection that would save us. The Bible says that we are God's bride and he is married even to the backslider. He will redeem us and put us in right standing with him when we turn back to him. Hosea dealt caringly and lovingly with his wife despite her prostitution and accepted the child that may have resulted from her unfaithfulness. In the same way God was merciful toward the people of Israel despite their sins, in certain commentaries it is noted that you never hear anything else about Gomer after Hosea paid the price for her. It is presumed that she went on to live a good and faithful life as a committed wife and a blessed mother to her three children. But just as Hosea sacrificed a lot for his wife Gomer, so too did Christ sacrifice a lot for us. Christ's death on the cross was extraordinary and it saved us from the penalty of sin. God is so powerful that he was able to save, deliver and set us free. I'll never forget hearing a sermon by Judah Smith on the relentless, limitless love of God. I want to include this sermon excerpt in our worship thought today because it is just that powerful. Hosea chapter 3, verse 1. Then the Lord said to me, go again, Hosea. What? Go find her. Love this woman who's loved by a lover and is right now committing adultery. Go find her, Hosea. Go find her. Look what's after the comma. Just like the love of the Lord for Israel. I love her. Now where it says Israel, it means Israel, but it also prophetically speaks of God's love for the whole world. Go find her again. This this is like my love for the children of Israel who look to other gods and love the raisin cakes of the pagans. In other words, they like the things that society, stuff, possessions that the world offers. They're trying to find love and meaning and purpose in that. Go, go, go find her. Boy, that must have been a heart-wrenching process. As you go looking for your wife, who was a former prostitute, who's now back into prostitution. Where do you go looking for her, friends? How messy is that search? How painful is that pursuit? As he walks the streets, streets, everyone says you don't go to those neighborhoods. Men of God should never be seen in those places and buildings. But here's Hosea, 
Looking for who? His wife of all people. Going on in verse 2, he continues to write, So I bought her. I bought her for myself for 15 shekels of silver and one and one half homers of barley. Wait, 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 wait. She's your wife, Hosea. She's already yours. What was the scene like as Gomer's back in the sex slave industry? What are the chances? Does Gomer find her on some pedestal somewhere, chained and shackled, naked, being sold to the highest bidder? Hosea there sees his wife, the mother of their three children, and Hosea looks at her and says, excuse me, sir, that's my wife. He goes, sir, I don't care who you think she is. This is her price. But I, what's the price? And he pays for what is already his. The Bible says, I hope you understand, Hosea is a picture of God, and no offense, you and I are a picture of Gomer. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Mankind is the unique possession of the Creator God. And yet, 2,000 years ago, he paid a dear price. He paid for what he already possessed. And he sent his son who spilled his blood to purchase back what he already owned. How much? Hosea gets the money. What was that exchange like when Hosea looked in the eyes of his wife? No doubt she hung her head in embarrassment. He's found me. I've abandoned him. I've abandoned our three kids. And yet he insists on buying me. Buying me. As these other men sought to buy her, to use her. Hosea seeks to buy her, to heal her. It says in verse 4, for the children of Israel shall abide. Now, now this is where Hosea shifts in and he starts speaking prophetically. This is, this is really no longer about him and Gomer. It's about something that is to come. It's about something bigger. Verse 5. Afterward, afterward, there's going to come a season. He didn't know it would be 750 years, but it would. There'd be no king. It would be difficult. It would be unclear. It would be challenging. But then the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. And then notice what it says. They shall fear the Lord. Now, Israel and Judah knew how, what it was to fear the Lord. And by fear, I mean terror. Under the old system of relating to God, there was terror. Terror. Because God, they were unable to keep His commands, the Ten Commandments, and there was judgment and there was wrath. But there will come a day, He prophesies. There will come a Messiah, and he will finally satisfy and appease the wrath of God. And the fear of the Lord in those days will be in awe of his goodness in the latter days. <laughs> the fear of the people will not be of terror. It will be the in awe of his graciousness towards humanity. Hosea 
just bought Gomer even though she was already his. This is the picture of the gospel. Salvation completes the work in spite of her sins, in spite of her doings, in spite of running away. And then he stands and says, and there will come a day a King David will rise. And in those days they will fear his goodness. These are the days that we live in. Our Hosea has come. Salvation has come. And he found you. And he found me. And he had to walk to the most despicable places. And he had to uh, uh, communicate and, and be around sinful, broken humanity. Don't you see? As Hosea searched for his wife, so Jesus came searching for the salvation of humanity. And by the way, when God found you, you were not so neat and nice and put together. You were in chains and you were naked and you were sinful and so was I. And our gracious God said, how much? How much? The blood of your son. For then and only then can they, humanity, avert the wrath and justice that is rightfully on their heads. Very well. Very well. I'll send my son. And this, my friends, is only a few minutes of a powerful 48-minute sermon. So if you get some time today, listen to the rest of it. I promise it will bless you. And by the way, speaking of the meaning of names, as we did in just yesterday's worship thought, I thought you should know that Hosea's name means salvation. If that isn't an explicit reference to Christ's purpose, I don't know what else is. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your limitless love. Thank you for your reckless love. Thank you for chasing us and leaving the 99 to rescue the one. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't deserve